All right. Welcome back to another episode of Table Talks, where deeper conversations are something highly sought after but rarely explored. And I have with me, as always, my lovely co-host, Alyssa. Hello, snow angels. You almost called them lovelies. (laughs) I saw the L starting to roll off the tongue. (laughs) I always say hi, love. So Yeah. (laughs) All right. What are we jumping into today? Work-life balance. We talked about it last week on oh the episode. Oh my gosh, that sounds perfect. I, I think I, I'm still struggling with it. I mean, I've gotten a little bit better, but like this week especially, I think I've been like really trying to focus on work-life balance because not only am I working my full-time job, but I'm also balancing the podcast and like all my house chores and all that. So like I'm really like getting into the groove of it this week. I'm, like, trying to get other things done so that I can do podcast things and, like, just finding the downtime to take care of myself, too. Yeah, absolutely. And th- and that's all, what like, work-life balance is really about is balancing that work and balancing your life. Like, everything life, whether that's a, a side hustle, whether that's life in general, like, your personal stuff. Like, it's very hard to balance all of it. And Yeah, I think you can get caught up. And, and like, your job can play a big role in getting you caught up. You know, asking for overtime or like calling you after hours, mm-hmm. asking for que- your questions and text messages and group chats. And like, you have to find a balance between those two because your work shouldn't take over your entire life. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be thinking about work while you're at home or with your family, friends. And, like, just the same, life shouldn't be impeding your work life. Absolutely. I was witnessing this for myself literally last night. I was hanging out with a bunch of friends. We're watching the the Celtics game and whatever. And I'm, like, doing work on my phone while we're all, like, sitting around watching the game. And, like, I'm not a big sports girl, so I think that's why I was just like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's my phone. It's in front of me. And I started doing work. And then I was like, what am I doing? It's like, what am I doing? I was like, you told yourself one day off this week and you're not holding true to it. Like, put it down and, like, either enjoy my surroundings, like, enjoy the people I'm around. Or, like, if I'm not enjoying the game, like, do something else that's fun for me on my phone or something else that I would enjoy. So I switched over to, like, reading my webtoons and getting caught up on all of those. And then I had a terrible realization that one of my favorite webtoons is taking four fucking months off and I thought I was about to die. (laughs) thought I was about to fucking die. I was like, four! Four months! What is this shit? That's time to find other great webtoons. I know. I'm in the middle of like three or four that I'm like catching up on because I like sometimes neglect them for like a few months and then come in and read a fucking shit then. Well, that's why I usually like wait until something ends. Like I'll wait till a whole entire series ends <laughs> or like a couple of seasons line yeah. up before I watch something because right. I can't stand the cliffhanging Mm-mm. week to week. This That shit's bullshit. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't. That's why I like, like you said, like when it all comes out at once, it's like my favorite and I finally got like so caught up in my webtoons because I've been actually practicing self-care weird concept Wow, I know right and uh part of that like self-care routine is like when I go to get my nails done or I go get my feet done like I sit there and I read all my webtoons while I'm getting that done so I like started doing that again and I was like damn I'm flying through these things now and I was like wow practicing good self-care though I, I mean, I think that balance, though, that, I was glad that you were able to identify that mm-hmm. you were working while you were trying to have, like, your life. Yeah. Um, but I think it's so hard because even I do the same thing. I'll, like, run around, do all my chores, and then I'll go sit on the couch, and I got my phone in front of me or something and watch a TV show. I'm like, I could just get a couple of posts done. It's fine. Like, yeah. And you can't. You need to set yourself a nice balance so that you don't start feeling overwhelmed, mm-hmm. burnt out. 
and just overall frustrated. Absolutely. And feeling a little, you know, sad and get, get a little sad. Yeah, because you're like, oh, I didn't even fully enjoy that moment. And like, like I said last, I think I said it on the last episode, or maybe I just said it to you off air, but on Friday it was like, I really took time on Friday night that I realized I like wasn't on my phone. I was like fully enjoying all the moments I was having. Like I recorded an episode um, with some friends and then I went and hung out with some friends. We went bowling and I realized that like at so many points in the night, I was like, where's my phone? And then I was like, I don't care. And I just like kept going with the rest of the night. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, wow, I'm actually enjoying myself and like not dived into my phone or trying to get them something done while I'm trying to have this personal life balance. And that's the exactly the point. I mean, that's the whole reason why I think I can say that like the United States and America is a little bit more <laughs> down the drain. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, I know that sounds awful, but no, like we but don't prioritize that, that sense of balance anymore. And that's what I was going to say. Like your job is usually causing an imbalance for your mm-hmm. work life. Where Absolutely. like if you look at, like I've looked at like other countries like Europe, um, even like I think, in Asia, I think Norway, um, didn't Norway or Sweden just oh go to a four day so work week? I to Sweden, but that's a whole other story. I think they just moved to a four day work week, like officially. Oh yeah, if you can, so like, I'm like, oh like my that, god, they all prioritize like having a balance, taking a long, having, having an a actual lunch life, and enjoying it. You know? I I know Spanish cultures also do that. They take like two hour lunches, three hour lunches because oh, they yeah. they, they have us. lunch and siestas and things like that. Yeah, like, and that's what I mean by I feel like sometimes America is so unbalanced and and we're so way more focused on like the productivity in this fast-paced environment that we don't even get to enjoy that balance that we're supposed to have because yeah. it just doesn't exist. And I think especially now working from home, we get that infiltration. It's in our home, so it's much easier to just kind of like jump into it. And I'm recognizing that for myself, doing my business stuff at home, like how easy it is for me to just be like, oh, I'm laying in bed, like watching TV or like, oh, whatever. And then I'm like, well, I'll just – get a little work done and I'm like no like just go play your video games and leave it alone like it's so hard there's no switch you just go 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 Mm -hmm. constantly and like although it is nice to have to be able to do things at home yeah it shouldn't happen there should be an allotted amount of time absolutely so I think we should just dive into it yeah I'm down um, so basically, like, what is work-life balance? I think we've pretty much kind of discussed what it is. Work-life balance is just having that balance in your life between work and personal life. And what's important, I think, is yeah. really the the overall. Because if you're really career-focused, having work consume 75% of your day is probably something you're really enjoying because you're so career-focused. But if you want to focus on more personal projects or a family or just enjoying life in general and being able to travel and things like that, you have to have that enjoyment of your personal life and and take the time. So it should be an even 50-50 split, like 50% work, 50% play. Like I hate the saying work harder, play harder. Um, I think that doesn't, that doesn't add up because you could be working harder, but that doesn't mean that you're playing any harder because you could be so tired from working that you're not playing at all. Mm -hmm. But it's really, I mean, you and I have just stressed a lot that like how important it is to talk about balance, but they, this website that um, we'll put the link in the description talked really, really well about a five-step process to kind of dive into prioritizing what's important, whether that is work, whether that is your personal life. 
And the first thing was what it, they started with four questions and then they ended with kind of like a almost like a journal prompt is kind of how I felt about it. OK. Um, so the first question was, what is currently causing me stress? So identifying what is actually the, the thing out of balance almost. Right. Mm-hmm. And then two, it says, how did that feel? So is your stress making you sad? Is it making you angry? Is it making you excited? You know, identifying that feeling for number two. Um, number three is is working long hours really worth cutting back on family time. And you can take family time out and just put personal time. Um, and you want to make sure that you can separate those two and kind of be like, okay, this this much time is here. This much time is here. But like, am I overcompensating in one way or another? Um, and then number four is, is there anything at work that could be changed to accommodate these new priorities? So say that new priority is you decide for the new year, especially now that we're into 2022, do you want to focus more on your health? Do you want to focus more on a personal project? Do you want to focus more on your career or your family? Um, and just being able to recognize what is the priority and has that changed from what your priority was even last week? Like, let's be real. Let's cut it down even smaller than year by year. Like, week by week, your priorities could change, right? So, like, one week, we like, Alyssa and I take breaks from the podcast because mm-hmm. prioritizing our mental health and our rest, because we all talk about rest is productive. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, and prioritizing that and our own personal lives over this personal project. Um, yeah, I mean, we even like schedule times where we're only hanging out there's no work talk mm-hmm. versus even though i try to bring it in <laughs> I when i will call you yeah right now. i'm like nope 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's the point is like you you're especially with the overlap with us with friendship yeah you have to have that balance so like there's going to be days where you're only doing work things mm-hmm. and then also going to be days where you're only having a friendship. friend things yeah and and i mean Alyssa and i are taking a break or I think by the time this comes out, we will have taken a break, right? Yep. We will have taken a break, um, and we're going to go have some Vermont. Some Vermont. 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 <laughs> that's the new brunch, guys. Um, it's called brunch and mimosas. It's the new Vermont. Um, so <laughs> that is our plan is to go just have a brunch, mimosas, just, like, enjoy each other as friends again because that's something we haven't been doing because we've been so focused on producing the podcast. Um, so I think having that balance is super important, and we're – trying to I think this episode kind of helped also prompt that out of us to be like hey we really haven't been hanging out as friends like I miss you bitch like let's hang out as friends um I think it can be all consuming I mean yeah we are so fervently pursuing this right now Mm -hmm. so I I see I at least foresee us in the next like six after six months being like all right like maybe we can take a break we have because we're really focusing on getting episodes recorded getting posts scheduled getting ahead mm-hmm. and there will be a time where we kind of like drop that off and take yeah. a little break yes yes <laughs> we're very excited about that but we're we're really like focusing on the work part of the work-life balance right now mm-hmm. um but there, this fifth question and it's not really a question it just says then make a decision based on your answers such as asking for more flexibility or not taking on every project that comes across your desk Um, So I thought that these are four nice like journal prompt questions for you to then come to a fifth, like that fifth question isn't really a question, it's a solution to the four things leading up to that. Um, And I think that's really a great way to look at this 
uh, work-life balance. You want to make sure that you can identify all the things that are super important right now. Identify the things that aren't super important. Focus on what you want to actually focus on, whether that is your personal life or your work life, and then come up with a solution that works best for you because everyone's work-life balance is different. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I can give you a personal experience with this firsthand. Um, A couple jobs ago, I was working in a management position and this is the one that had all the drama. So like when I left for the day, it never ended. Mm -hmm. Because it was probably all in the group chats and being management, you don't get away from that. And absolutely. So I, we were using a group chat um, as well as I was a high up position. So Mm -hmm. I had to be involved in all of these things. Yeah. So I would constantly be in the group chat, answering questions, get it. Cause like, I was always trying to be really helpful. I was like, oh, they're young, they're employees, they need help, and we're not here. But are you also inhibiting them to not look for the answers on their Oh, you own? don't think there was a manager on duty? Trust me. I, I had all these things. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I said So and so will take care of it. And some people, some questions weren't things that they could answer, so I'd jump in. But I started to notice that it was taking away from things. And mm-hmm. the light bulb moment for me, I was sitting with my my partner um and his grandparents and i remember getting a text message from the group chat and i was like sidelining it underneath the table while we were at dinner and i was like what the fuck what the red fuck? flag bro you need to cut it the fuck out and i was like we're not gonna answer we're not gonna answer i was like okay, this is frustrating. So I ended up muting the chat. And after that, I was like, I'm not having any time with my family, friends and enjoying life because all of these group chats are just keeping me at work. I feel like I'm still at work Mm -hmm. along with my late nights, along with all of my early mornings and my schedule and all of the other things that go along with my job. I felt like I didn't really leave. Mm -hmm. So I took that and I was like, what is that doing to me? How do I feel? And I was like frustrated, Mm -hmm. irritable, Mm -hmm. (laughs) lack of patience for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think that's something that like when you're not focused on the priority that means the most, that sadness and that frustration is something very common to feel. And that is okay to feel those things and just like recognize that. What are you going to do about it? And how can you fix it? And I've always been the person that loves and promotes work balance, which Mm -hmm. is why it was so much harder for me. Because I never wanted my job to take up all of my time. Mm-hmm. I, I love working. I do enjoy what I do. But I always knew that there had to be a balance, that my work was not going to consume my entire life. So mm-hmm. for that to happen, I was like, ooh, we got to fix that. Baby, yep. we got to fix that yep. now. Absolutely. And so that's what I started doing. I stopped answering the group chat after hours. I as soon as I clocked out, I was done. There was no text no. message. There was mm-hmm. no phone call. I wasn't coming in for overtime. Nothing. No. If I was scheduled for it, okay, I'd be here, but I'm not coming in unless I'm scheduled. Absolutely. And I think that that can happen to a lot of people. If it's not, you know, it happening while you're at home, it's being asked to come in all the time. Or if you're sick and they're like, oh, well, we need help. You know, the guilt trip that mm-hmm. you experience, like all of those things play a factor in causing you to lose your life balance due to work. Absolutely. And I think that's a great segue into this like next section that we're going to jump into. And it's it's how to balance yourself at work and how to balance yourself at home as well. So we're going to dive right into that first uh, section, which is work. And um, 
it says set manageable goals each day. So basically don't take on more than you have time for. Yeah, I think that's a big one just in general too, not just in work-life balance, because we will often take every project that is handed to us. Oh, hey, could you do this? Hey, could you do that? And you're like, yep, yep, yep. But at some point it does become too much. Mm -hmm. You have to say no. Yes. And I think that brings... I mean, I think you and I had a perfect example of this. You had, and it was just something in passing, something small. And you were like, oh, well, I always put table talks first in our hashtags. And I was like, they're not like that in the drive. And you were like, yeah, well, maybe you should fix it. And I was like, I don't have a problem with it. You want it, you fix it. And you did, you went in and fixed it. But it was a, a matter of managing that priority. Like to me, fixing it and putting the hashtags in the right way, that's not a priority. But for you, you were like, no, I like the seamless. I like the way it looks. So, okay, that is a priority and I, you'll, I'll fix it. For and sure. you did. And I think that that causes you to find the solution. You need to, you have something that you want to get done and you want to prioritize. So I always say, talk to your, talk to your management, talk to your boss, whoever it is, and say, okay, if you do want me to take on this task, what other one can I offload to somebody else? Or what, what do you need me to prioritize? Right. Yeah. What's the deadline? What's, what can be put in the to-do pile for later or delegated or what it needs to be done right now. Yeah. Like me, I have, um, anytime I sit down at the office desk, I have my success list and then I have a B list. My B list, I don't even look at the B list until my success list is completed. And then I'm like, okay, I did all these three things. What time is it? Where am I at mentally? What do I need? And then can I accomplish anything on that B list without stressing myself out Mm -hmm. or putting myself in a state of like overwhelm? So that's why I like the success list and the B list. Because to me, B list is like plan B. Like that's not the first thing we're going to go to. The success list is what's important. And I think you, you do that with and should do that with any priorities that are important to you, whether that's work or at home. Another one was be efficient with your time at work. Um, Don't procrastinate and divide things into smaller tasks if possible. I think this just kind of goes without saying. When it comes to anything you want to be productive with, make sure that you can break it down into smaller tasks because the likelihood is that you can. And then that makes it more, again, that plays into that first one, making it more manageable. Yeah. And I really like to set myself little tiny goals. So like if I have a presentation due in 60 days, I will put three different like event goals and say okay I need to have x done for this presentation and then be done for this presentation yeah and see yep absolutely and I think that's great like you're setting yourself up for success essentially to not be too overwhelmed you know it's not like we're in high school again trying to manage cramming in an essay you think the I night didn't, before. I was going to say, you think I didn't cram and procrastinate all that stuff? And oh, then I'd be absolutely. like freaking out. I'd be like, oh my God. I've done that at work too. I've left a project and then like decided that, oh, I might have to take this home so I can try to like figure it out. And like, you don't want to be doing that. You mm-hmm. don't want to be doing that. No. You don't want to be easy. Smart. What is it? Works smarter, smart, not, not harder. harder. Yep. Absolutely. Um, ask for flexibility. Um, a lot of companies, especially in today's world, are becoming much more flexible. Um, so if you need time off, if you need extra help on a project, if you need um, pretty much anything, I mean, I feel like jobs are much more flexible now, especially with the pandemic than they've ever been before. Um, so you can work, you know, a different schedule than other people. You can work at home in the office. You can work a hybrid schedule if you feel like you need that human collaboration and interaction. Um, I think just asking for flexibility is something that can be kind of like so hard to do because it's so intimidating. 
but it can also be really necessary because maybe you're just, maybe you have a kid that's not sleeping overnight. So you need to be able to drop them off at daycare, go home, sleep another two hours, come in so you can actually have productive work instead of trying to go to work at 8 a.m. and you don't have any productivity because you're too burnt out and you're too tired. So that's just a simple example, but take it even further and, and use it in your life in whatever way you need. Um, something else is take five. Take a break when you need it. If you can, take a walk, leave your phone at home, leave it on the desk, whatever. Take a walk, get up, go to the water cooler, like take a breath because oh, you need it. For sure. I mean, if you can't, even if you can't take a break per se, just take like a, a little jog around the office, work a little on a different task that's less daunting, like mm-hmm. whatever you need to kind of break up your, your momentum. So that way you're not getting burnt out. Absolutely. I mean, I did that with, um, edit, I do that when I edit the podcast. I usually will like edit the episode, do a little bit. And then I get up, I go grab a snack. I go make a coffee. I grab some more water. I like take a lap around the house. Like I do a little something and then I come back and sit down and like head into the next thing I'm going to do, whether that's okay feeling a little burnt out. My ears are kind of hurting. I'm gonna go ahead and do the research for an episode instead of diving right back into editing the next episode. Yeah, like go go have a water cooler chat and hang yeah. out for five and then come back. Absolutely. Refreshed. Yep, absolutely. Um, tune in. This one is one of my favorite things to do, but tune into like your favorite music, your favorite sports radio, podcast, anything, um, just to give yourself that little like boost in your day. Um, I'm a huge lo-fi girl, so uh, I will listen to anything lo-fi while I'm working. It's just background chitter-chatter. You you said you were implementing the silence technique. I do, but when I'm, like, feeling, like, down and I need that little pick-me-up, sometimes I'm just like, I just need, like, the coffee beats. It's like, that's, like, one of my radio stations. And it's, like, upbeat lo-fi, and I'm just like... Yeah, I, I totally think that music or a podcast, even an audio book, just really, like breaks up my day and gives me that little bit of pizzazz yeah absolutely um because I think it's it's that mental break you know what I mean like it's not like you are get to take that physical break where you can kind of step away from your work but it gives you that mental break of like ah something I like you know Absolutely. Um, I think the next thing is communicate effectively uh be honest with your boss if you think you might not hit any deadlines uh, ask for more support or ask for more time on a project. Can't tell you t- how many times I heard people tell me, Hey, so yeah, I ended up asking for like extra support on this project because I'm just not going to hit deadline. And I ended up with three new people on my project and now I have no idea what to do with myself because I basically gave all my work away. Like, Oh wow. Why don't you go like take a nap, <laughs> go relax. And this is someone who works 80 hours a week and is always logging back in after hours and things like that. So they're in a much higher level position, but it's just the, when you ask for support, you'll most likely be provided with it because your boss wants to see you succeed just as much as you want to see yourself succeed or a project succeed. Yeah. I really want to highlight this one. I mean, I've talked to multiple bosses among multiple companies when I have been like, bro, I'm getting stressed out. I need a little help. Can you prioritize something with me can you take something off my plate or extending the time frame like mm-hmm. okay this isn't gonna work for me can we maybe put it for next week I just have so much I have this presentation plus you want this document done and these other reports done can we please move it to next week and my I will have been it done. really open about it like that's they awesome really are there to support me because I'm supporting them absolutely and I think that's how it should work Keyword should, but I think sadly a lot of times it doesn't work out that way. 
I think another thing that's like not work related, but like also a nice side note is I have been seeing more and more videos of like teachers giving their kids at school mental breaks because obviously you're having like a, you know, two to five year old sit down for eight hours a day. Exactly. And like that gets exhausting. That gets frustrating. Or maybe they didn't get sleep that night. And like they're now communicating with their students and their students are becoming more communicative with them. So that they can sit and, like, take some little time to decompress or have a little nap. Like, I'm living for that stuff. That mm-hmm. is starting work ba- work life balance early. Yeah, and making sure that they prioritize themselves over... Self-care. Yeah, exactly. Um, and give yourself a break, seriously. I mean, this just doesn't come from taking that five-minute break. This comes from, like, don't be so self-critical. Don't be so hard on yourself. You're doing what you can, the best way you can, with either the amount of knowledge, the amount of resources, or just the amount of mental capacity that you have for a day. So give yourself a break and just know that, like, you can look back, look at what you did for the day and be like, yeah, I, I did all that. I did it. Give yourself the pat on the back that you deserve. Be gentle with yourself, bitch. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Um, we're going to roll right into, like, at home. Um, Alyssa and I really like this first one. It's unplugging. When you get home, you unplug. Um, I've been trying to do a much better job of this when I go into the bedroom. Um, I am trying not to be on my phone as much in bed. Um, and if I am, I, like, am recognizing that I'm, like, just scrolling. When I, like, close the app, go into another app, it's not giving me what I want, so I go back to the other app. I'm not getting that dopamine hit. I'm like, whoa, whoa, pump the brakes, freeze. You've been you've been scrolling too long. You've been scrolling too long. You know, you know when TikTok gives you the video, like, Hey, stop. You've been scrolling a lot a while. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I should probably do something. Yeah. And you don't even have to do something in the sense of like, oh, I got to get up and do something. I have to be productive. But like, just change what you're doing. Like maybe, you know, you were scrolling your phone while you're watching a movie and you you missed most of the movie. Go ahead and put your phone down, restart your movie and just focus on that one thing, the movie that you're watching. Yeah. I mean, I think that unplugging goes hand in hand with multitasking. I think we often get caught up in multitasking the amount of times that I've done like I'm like cooking doing the dishes and watching an episode of Judge Judy like there's just too much going on or I'm like oh I'm focusing on that but then I'm like trying to pull out my phone to look up on something on Pinterest and I'm like hold up mm-hmm. give yourself a break mm-hmm. and then I like refocus maybe I just want to watch the movie I put my phone down I wait for the dishwasher and then I'm just like okay we're gonna do this we're gonna focus on that only mm-hmm I think it's so important. Um, Plus, it's only going to allow you more time and more memories with your family, friends, in life, general, traveling, etc. I could go off. Yeah, absolutely. Unplugging is just... And, and unplugging isn't even a technological thing. It's just unplugging to get more in that singular moment. Like, unplug from the multitude of things that you do daily and focus on that singular thing. Yeah, I think the harder one is... Unplugging technology is easy. I think unplugging your brain is a different story. I Absolutely. think unplugging your brain, brain is definitely easier said than done um, because I think we have been so conditioned to constantly be running. So turning your brain, being like, hey, unplug, bro. We're just chilling out. We're sitting on the couch and I'm not a lazy, lazy potato. <laughs> it's okay to not do anything. <laughs> Joss is giving me the absolutely fuck no. I can't do it. Like I, like I tried so hard yesterday when we were watching the game to just unplug, and I was like, first of all, it's so boring." We also have overthinker brains. Yeah, my brain doesn't stop ever. It's always thinking something, mm-hmm. so like it's harder to unplug during that. 
I think you just need to take yourself, give yourself a nice deep breath. Inhale, That's what I did when hold. I recognized I was working. Yeah. Inhale, hold, exhale, and just like, all right, we need to clean the slate. Put a little jam on for a minute and then reconvene and go, okay, no, we are watching the game. Yeah, and I think it's just because I don't enjoy watching sports. Like, it's just not my thing. It could be, but you can always start yourself and be like, okay, what's that person doing? That's how I always start. If Mm -hmm. my brain won't turn off or it won't remember something stupid that I did that I'm rethinking over and over again, Mm -hmm. I will go, okay, the thing's in front of me. What is that person saying? And I'm reading their lips. Mm -hmm. Okay, that guy is walking across the screen and he's looking at a dead body and then he's doing that. And, like, I will put myself to action so that I can get my brain Brain. on the track that it needs to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Another thing here they say is divide and conquer. So... Um, this goes if you have for a spouse or a roommate, or even if you live alone, just dividing those tasks either among someone else or just among multiple days, um, can help to really relieve stress instead of letting it all pile up to be taken care of in one day. Like, you know, I did with my fucking laundry. (laughs) It's true. I mean, the people, especially like me who have Monday through Friday schedules, the weekend, you only have two days and you want to just like enjoy it. But if you have all of your chores, for a whole day that you have to do, you've left it for that one day. It's like, oh, well, now I don't, I, it's come Monday and I really don't have a weekend. It didn't feel like the weekend was there. Mm-hmm. Schedule yourself up, divide it out. Okay, yeah. Mondays I'm bathroom cleaning. This day I'm doing another day. Or just throughout the week, just go, oh, that looks like it needs to get done. Let me take care of it now Yeah. So while I'm thinking about exactly. it. And then come the weekend, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. It's great. I yeah. fucking love it. I literally it's implemented like, this uh, a while back, and I'm like, oh. It's that five-minute rule. Do I have five minutes? Can I do it right now? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, then I'll just do it right now. Yeah, and some, some weeks my brain is, just doesn't want to do anything, and it's like, I don't want to do any chores. And some sometimes I will have the do the chores in one day. But it doesn't burn me out like it used mm-hmm. to. Absolutely. Because you're, you're dividing that task up into either a more manageable task or you're dividing it up into when you actually feel like doing it or when you have time and you have the energy. Yeah. I think it also goes into um, your laws from the other week where, you know, you're going to have trade-offs or if you if you can outsource, maybe you don't want to do all the chores, hire a maid, or maybe you don't want to cook. Do a, have a chef or do um, like Instacart or Stop and Shop pickup, like mm-hmm. wherever you can give yourself Hello, fresh some meals. breaks. That way you don't even have to think twice about what you're supposed to cook. You just pick it. Somebody else decided to make the whole recipe, and now all you gotta do is pick: Do I want chicken, pork, or steak? Oh, I want all three. Great, three meals done. And now it's just a simple thing for you to go cook and do things like that. They also have um, frozen meals that you can have delivered. You stash them in the freezer and then you can either throw them in the oven or you can throw them in the microwave and just heat it up real quick. And they're pretty healthy meals and super easy. Absolutely. Um, You have to divide and conquer. Definitely. Um, Don't overcommit. This is something that um, I'm definitely working on um and I've been a lot better about it especially recently is just learning to say no um I think we can all struggle with saying no because we just want to people please I think I have a problem with saying yes (laughs) um do you want to go somewhere no do you want to go no (laughs) Uh, I think that this is important I think that giving yourself time Mm-hmm. to do things is important yeah I think that having a work-life balance you're trying to balance both of those things and I think people lose sight of the being by yourself part of the life balance 
And so they're like, okay, now I'm working 40 hours a week, plus I'm dealing with all friends, family, getting together, all these grandmas, grandpas. Like, give yourself time, allot yourself time. Okay, I can't go to the holiday party this week because I'm just too stressed. It's been a stressful week at work, so I'm going to say no so that I can take time for myself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think it's super important that that not overcommitting because I know that like I've been in those stages of where I've like seriously overcommitted myself and then by the end I'm just like I'm so tired that now I need like a full day in bed because I did too much oh my like gosh. yeah or you're like dragging your feet like you're like oh yep 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 and then you like get to that day and you're like oh why did I fucking do this mm-hmm. absolutely that's why I sometimes enjoy last minute plans more than I like planning things out because then it just I'm like just ask me the day of because honestly, I don't know how I'm going to feel that day. And I, I honor myself pretty much every day. Like, I've been really good about just saying no to things. And a lot of people have not really liked that idea that I'm saying no because I'm allotting my time to the things that are actually worth it to me. Yeah, I think I do have to put the little asterisks on this one. Like, you will cause a little up uproar. Mm-hmm. Um, there are going to be people, and I can attest to this 100%, that they, they are not okay with you saying no they want all of your time you're not giving enough attention and like you were going to encounter those people while you take your work-life balance back mm-hmm. absolutely and as it's probably going to be employers as much as it is going to be personal life as well so um just be prepared I guess you know oh yeah be ready I've, I've seen people get almost like scooted out of companies for not having the flexibility or the the balance between work life. They want all just work, work, work. That's like a job that I was applying to. Um, I, I was reading the description and it the whole thing sounded really good up until the last line, which was literally an asterisk and was like, yeah, working for a startup company, be sure that our startup tech company that you're going to be working 10 plus hours a day. And I was like, not for $45,000 a year you ain't making me work 10 plus hours a day. What the fuck you think this is? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I can at least appreciate that they put that in the post. And Absolutely. Be honest, but, like, I have seen companies where they... The person I'm speaking of, this is, like, from experience. The person I'm speaking of I was friends with had been working for that company for, like, I'd say five to ten years. I don't know the exact... And, like... They were getting pushed out of the company slowly but surely because they were saying like, oh, I do need to go. I can't work this day because, you know, my kids got daycare or I need to go pick up so-and-so. And they were like, well, that's not cool. That's not I, – we need you to do that. And then they'd start getting like write-ups and then they're able to like push the person out of the company due to that. And I think that's so fucking wrong because mm-hmm. we all do have work-life balance. We need to have that balance in our lives. It's different if you're not showing up like for your job at all, but – he was such a good worker but no that's what I'm saying like it's different if you're one of those people that doesn't show up and then you're getting all these write-ups and you're like well what the fuck and it's like well you're not showing up at all for your job versus the people that actually show up they do a wonderful job they ask for the time off in advance they do all the protocols and they still get written up and things like that because they're deciding to again take their work-life balance back into your own hands um another thing here get support I mean regardless of what it is you need support from, do it. Ask for help. I know that it's hard, (laughs) Um, but do it. Ask for the support that you need in the moments that you need it. Um, Someone will show up. And if someone says that they can't do it, you got to find somebody else because unfortunately right now, their best support is by supporting themselves rather than supporting you because it's probably not going to be the best support. 
Yeah, I always just say just start the conversation. Just be like, oh, I'm feeling really frustrated about X. And just see what they say. Yeah. If in the first couple lines they're like, mm, oh, that, that sucks. Crickets. It's like, oh, okay, moving okay, on. Okay, moving along. But if you get that person that's like, oh, what's going on? Why do you feel so frustrated? Mm-hmm. Like, that's your person. Yeah. Those are your support systems. Those are the people that are going to help you. Um, with your day to day, or maybe like if you did need help with, you know, you come over, you come over and clean, help me clean out. I'm like, bro, I just need some help this week. Can you please? That was like uh, the other day. You were here, and my mom decided to clean up the bathroom, and she left like the toilet bowl cleaner in there. And then she went and sat down on the couch. She was giving it some time to soak. And Alyssa goes in, and she's like, I think I can clean because we were talking about the fact. That I was like, Oh, I'll, I'll go in there. And you were like, Stop. I think I could clean my best friend's toilet. It's really not a big deal. Again, there's that shared support that you need from somebody. Absolutely. Um, You need it. You have to have a support system with all this because it's just, it's going to cause a lot of upset. It's going to be a big difference for you. So having that support system is really important. Mm -hmm. Um, Stay active. Regular exercise reduces stress and helps to boost your immune system. Um, but don't do this on the days you don't feel like it. Honor your body and your mind and do what comes naturally. A simple walk is better than no movement at all. And sometimes no movement at all is better than a 30-minute workout. I think just honoring your system, honoring where you're at mentally and what you can handle and just... Care for the vessel that your existence is in. Yes. <laughs> Precisely. We loved that. So I had to bring that back around from the last <laughs> episode. Precisely. Um Another one is here is take advantage of your company's employee assistance program. That can be daycares. That can be referrals for mental health. Um, that can be any other services that they might offer. Um, I know a lot of companies will do um, no, like that you can take as much time off as you need, like no, no two out two weeks of work. It's just open holiday. Take it whenever you Personal need time. it. Yeah. So I know companies do that. Take advantage of those things when you need it. Um, and go ahead. I mean, I, I just, my company in itself has been really good for that. They offer behavioral services, mental health services, but they also have a, a phone line that you can call 24 seven that will connect you with professionals. If you're frustrated, if you need to talk about, you know, your college funds that you're trying to save for your child or like the work-life balance, it, whatever's going on, there's a hotline for you to call. That's awesome. I know, um, one of uh, a close relatives of mine, their company offers assistance for elderly care. So they'll set them up with um, a whole bunch of things to get, you know, whether it's a health aid, uh, health aid you need, or if you need to put them in a home, if you need to just find them a community center, find them activities, there's a hotline that they can call and again, talk to them about that sort of stuff. So make sure you really like reach out to your HR and see if there's anything that they can do to help you in these situations. And maybe it is that you just end up finding an HR person that actually is nice and chatty with you and you can kind of lean on them a little. Yeah, I just say be careful with that. I know. Oh, absolutely. Like your HR people are there to help, but they're also not your support system. Absolutely. Um, treat your body right. Again, I think this goes into just honoring your body um, and give it what it asks for. Uh, don't rely on drugs, alcohol, or other self-destructive behaviors to fix your problems. Yeah, you can't be drinking ten Red Bulls just to get yourself through the work week. Yeah. Or stay up so that you can go out with friends. No. I've, I've lived that lifestyle. At some point, you are going to get burnt out. And I know for myself, I was not taking care of myself. And I was sick all the time because I was working anywhere from 8 to 
you know, 20 hour work days and then, you know, barely sleeping three hours and going out with friends in the morning to grab brunch and drinking more and then going to work. Like that balance is really fine. And you have to make sure that you're taking, again, taking care of the vessel that your existence is in. Yeah. And I mean, I might have an unpopular opinion here, but as much as like cannabis weed is helpful, I think that you can't also rely on that. Just Mm -hmm. to get yourself, like, calmed or de-stressed from work. Like, it's great for those things. But at the same time, you can't be every single day trying to smoke just so that you can, like, de-stress from work. Like, you should have other avenues to help you decompress. Yep, absolutely. Because it's a temporary solution at the end of the day. Absolutely. Um, And if that means having to face the problem, like, up front and center, sometimes that's the best way to go about being able to de-stress yourself. Because once it's already dealt with, you can just be like, "Ah, it's done. I did it. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Get help if you need it. I think this just kind of goes without saying, like, when you're stressed or you have too much on your plate or your health isn't taking priority, just get help in whatever way that is. Again, reaching out to that support system, finding a, a local gym or a local community uh, that can just help you in whatever way you think you need it. Mental health is Absolutely. health. Mental health matters. So take care of your mental health. Absolutely. So this next section we're going to dive into is just some tips for maintaining uh, a lot of the balance and the things that we talked about previously. So one is play with your strengths. Uh, basically focus on what you're good at and delegate what you're not. I think that's pretty simple. Like st- stay to your zone of genius pretty much. Um, prioritize your time. Uh, make to-do lists and time blocking are great ways to do this, especially um, including long-term things too, like such as your family and scheduling whether that's, you know, your kids are probably going to start to run around and have a bunch of different schedules. You're going to have things you want to do, you know, appointments, dog vet vet care, like everything. If you need help, look at a mom's calendar, like a stay-at-home mom's (laughs) calendar. She's got the kids' soccer practice, piano, her own, her therapy appointment, the cleaning. His therapy appointment. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Know yourself. Like, are you a morning person? Do you prefer to work out at night? Do you prefer to just work at night? Like, what are you good at? And at what point of the day do you feel like you can do those things? So um, just it makes for you to just be better equipped to handle the things life throws at you. Yeah, I think the tougher tasks are easier to achieve while you're feeling motivated during Mm -hmm. those certain peak hours. Absolutely. Plan your personal time. Self-care is just as important. Um, And of course, we love that here. We're big advocates for that. Next is have set work hours and stick to them. Again, something super self-explanatory, but. Oh my gosh, yes. I remember finding out that Eminem was huge stickler on this. He was going to meet an artist and the artist ended up showing up late and Eminem had already left the studio. And so he came in the next day and he's like, oh yeah, swing by tomorrow. Like I'm there from seven to four. He made it very... This is my timeline. Yeah, it was very straightforward. This is my schedule. I'm in the studio from 9 to 5, and that's it. When 5 o'clock hits, I'm gone. That's cool. I didn't know that about Eminem. But again, if someone... He treated it like a job. He treated it... Exactly. And if it's something that you want to prioritize and something you want to do all the time, but it's right now a side hustle, make sure you're prioritizing that time and that it's set blocks for you to do certain things. Like... For myself, I know that I've set out my schedule. Mondays is my CEO day. That's where the day that I do admin work, I do self-care, I do whatever I need to, my learning, whatever it is, happens on Monday. That is my day and my day alone. Like, 
I don't talk to, I don't reach out to anyone. I don't schedule meetings. I don't like answer emails. That is my day to do what I need to do. Tuesdays is my meeting day. Anything meetings that needs to happen, I make it on Tuesday. Wednesday is my podcast editing day. So I sit down, I do all things podcasting. Thursdays, Fridays are content days. And then I usually try to take a Saturday or Sunday off and then just play with the other day and do a little bit of work, whatever I feel like I need to wrap up for the end of the week. Absolutely. I mean, even my boss at my current job right now, he was like, oh, no, I don't look at emails. Because I was like, oh, did you respond to this email? And he's like, oh, I haven't seen it yet. I was, he's like, I look at emails in the morning, and then I close it so that I can do the work that I need to get done, or I would never get it done because I'm mm-hmm. constantly looking at emails. Like, he blocks out certain tasks for that time. I've heard that amongst a lot of corporate people that they'll spend. I'm on my email is 9 to 10 in the morning. I check it again at 2 to 3. And then when I'm about to log off, I spend the last 15 minutes just looking through to make sure there's nothing important I have to go through. I think and that's really it. helpful. I mean – I also do the zero inbox thing, so I get it in and out and I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> that way I keep a clean inbox. But if you're not able to do that, I think the time blocking your email checking is a great way of Absolutely. keeping productivity and not overwhelming yourself. I used to have my email notifications on and I did it. I had them off at one point, but when I got my new phone and my iPad, they turned themselves back on and I haven't shut them off yet. But I can tell you that like it's a huge mental drain suck because I just see all of these emails like stacking up and I'm like, oh my God. And then I'm like, no. You have time blocked. You'll take care of it then. And that's when it's important. And that's that. It doesn't even have to be work. I I get a lot of them. I have a lot of e-reading apps. Mm -hmm. And so I will get like 10 notifications from all different apps saying there's a new like webtoon or whatever comic to read. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. But then I'm at work and I'm like, get it out. I mean, I I can look at it later. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like prioritizing what you need to do now and what can be like put on hold later. Exactly. Um. Find time for your finances. It's important to feel good about your finances. I know when this is in order, I feel good about things. Um, and I know when I'm slipping that I like, I'm like, where's my money going? Like, I'm fucking broke this week, but bro, where is it? Where did it all go? See, I actually, I actually use time blocking. I get paid on Fridays mm. every week, every Friday. Oh, actually, I'm used to bi-weekly. I used to get paid bi-weekly. Mm. So I actually do it by, for two weeks. So, but on Fridays, I will sit down and go, okay, I have this amount of money. What bills do I need to pay? What other things? What expenses? And then I'm done. Yeah. And I never look at it again until I get paid again. That's a perfect example of prioritizing and time blocking the things that are important to you. This doesn't have to go around just work. I I don't get frustrated with bills ever. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's so easy for me because I don't have to think about it all the time. I'm not constantly like, oh, when's the water bill? Oh, when's that? When's the mortgage? Nope. It's done. I'm ahead. I'm always ahead. And it's easy. Yeah, it's done. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Number seven is make your workspace work for you. Again, we talked about this with the law. Yeah, we talked about it in personal growth, productivity, just like making your environment work for you, those environmental cues. Um, I just I think this is self-explanatory. Do you want to say anything about it? I'm just going to go back to productivity and say, what is it? The Use the chair for reading only. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The couch is only for TV. Like make use of your space that way. Whatever works best for you. Organize chaos, whatever it is. Absolutely. I mean, I think Alyssa and I live in a constant state of organized chaos. (laughs) There's always that one room. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Tap into technology. Share calendars. Plan things on your calendar. Again, this goes into the time blocking. Um, but just make sure that you also switch it off when you're not working. Yeah, I definitely agree with this one. We actually use it. We share calendars. We use 
um, Teams and we've used Business Suite and stuff to plan things out. Mm-hmm. And I do turn off notifications from Instagram because I have Business Suite. So I'm able to like tap yeah. into technology and also like tap out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Like my none of my Instagram notifications are on on my phone. Yeah. Like, Business Suite isn't on either. Like I don't get any of those unless I log into the app and see and it. And you use Asana mm-hmm. yep. as a platform to do your to-do list, to plan yeah. things. And like that's a great if, – I don't think that – those types of platforms are only for business entrepreneurs. Personal. You can absolutely use it for a personal, like a little small one. I think Outlook has some great technology. Um, I mean, e- Apple. Google. Yeah, Google does. Apple. I know Apple ha- is a great way to share calendars. Like uh, my sister-in-law, when I was a nanny, her and I had a shared calendar. So that way I could just know when the boys had doctor's appointments, whether like they needed to, you know, they had a, a swim lesson, they had a football, they had something that like I was invested in trying to get them to. Um, so we had to share a calendar just so I knew, oh, the cleaners are coming. Oh, my mom's got a doctor's appointment. All those things were on the calendar and it was shared between us. Yeah. So we just knew it's easier. And I think if you have a spouse or even a roommate, share your calendars with each other. Like, what are you hiding? Why is it share a big deal? Share your calendar, <laughs> share your grocery list. Like Seriously. Whatever you can make to make your life easier, tap into that. hmm 100%. Um, let's see. Uh, take time to make time. Uh, this one I really liked because I actually, after I did this, I was watching a video about how to be more productive and he specifically talked about making time to learn your keyboard shortcuts. So you're not constantly sitting around trying to figure out how to like tap into clicking on things when you know it's a simple like keyboard shortcut. Oh, I teach everybody. I'm like control C, control V, mm-hmm. <laughs> control Z. Those are your main controls. Yep. Copy, paste, undo. Yeah. And he he's a designer. So he's talking about like all the little things that are in like, you know, Adobe that like the little tricks and tips, the, the grouping, how oh to ungroup, God. things if like you, that. If you don't have the tips for Excel, please Google them because you do not have to spend time trying to figure out formulas or type every box in. Like there's so many shortcuts. Absolutely. And if you tap into that stuff, you're going to be so much more productive. And that's the point. It's make time to take time to make time. Um, so you're going to take that time to learn something new that's only going to give you more time in the long run. Mm-hmm. And I use, um, you know, this also goes in hand in hand with that, like invest in a time tracking tool. I do. And like, I can see if like in the middle of my week, I'm like, I feel like I got nothing done, but like, what did I get done? I'm like, where, what happened to my week? And I can literally go back and be like, okay, we spent like six hours doing that. That's far too long. We, wh- what were we really doing? Were we also scrolling Instagram while doing this thing? Because like that doesn't work. So like, can I shrink that down? And how can I do that and compress that time? And a lot of times I find for myself by putting my phone in my little holder or like on my ring light stand and like. Out of sight, out of mind. Or time lapsing myself. I don't like initially reach for my phone. I'm like, oh, it's not, it's not available because I'm, I'm time lapsing whatever I'm doing, even if it's not something I'll ever use. It just keeps my phone, again, like you said, out of sight, out of mind. I know what, constantly, use your do not disturb, guys. Use it. Use it. <laughs> I think I'm my, my good old flip the phone over. When I can't see the screen, I'm not staring at it. Absolutely. Let's see. The next one is make exercise a must-do, not a should-do. Just like anything else, schedule it in your calendar. Whether that's you want to take a class or you want to actually, like, just set yeah. time aside to meditate. I'm a little more spontaneous. So I just be like, I feel like taking a walk today or I feel yeah. like hit class. Let's go. Yeah. Do what you love, even if this means a career change. I know how scary that can be, but 
Also, just making sure that you tap into, again, that zone of genius and doing things that you actually enjoy and are passionate about. Yeah, and if your job is becoming such a drag that you are dragging your feet in the morning and going, "Mm, I don't want to go, I'm just going to be so busy at work, it's going to be nonstop, like, you need to evaluate that because you could have a job where you could be like, wow, I can't wait to go into work today. We're going to collaborate on this. And like your your projects is a little bit more manageable and you're just going to like thrive. Absolutely. And be able to have the balance that you're looking for for work life. 100%. Uh, be realistic. This goes for your goals, your time, your energy, the things you want out of life, uh, whether that's personal or work related, just be really self-aware. I was like, I think that pretty much speaks for itself. So I'm not going to spend too much time there. Step out. Working for yourself can get pretty lonely or even just like working at home can get pretty lonely. So this is just to, to take a step outside of that and connect with your community around you, whether that's friends or family or a local coffee shop, go and sit and have a conversation with someone. Get personal versus I like that's that. virtual. I think you wrote in to even like talk to like-minded business owners and I thought that was a great idea mm-hmm. you know like sometimes you're stuck and you just need that little bit of input and like talking to someone like-minded that maybe is in a similar business to you you're gonna overall feel more at ease mm-hmm. absolutely you, you do have to step out every now and then because you're so caught up in your own head a hundred percent and sometimes that can be detrimental and like someone could just say something so simple and you're like that fixed all of that problem what and then you're like I was too close to it It's that proximity thing as well. Um, Oh my gosh, yeah. I just did that the other day on the meeting with you. I was like, okay, like, I think I have it together, but, like, there's just something not right. I feel like it needs pizzazz. And you were like, no, I think it looks great. Like, uh, I was like, I love it. I was like, pizzazz. I was like, bitch, it's already got its pizzazz. Like, Like, I just needed that little bit of input, and it got me out of my stuck mindset. mm -hmm, Absolutely. Um, Another way to do this, too, is they have co-working sections. So they're co-working spaces. Um are spaces that you rent basically like a time frame you can rent like a day and it just gives you a space to work in with other people that are also going to be working so say you need to you're a small business but you need to have a meeting your your whole team is virtual you can call them into and but they're all local and you want to have like an in-person kind of like i don't know meet whether it's a meeting a coffee throw a little party you can rent a little co-working space to bring everybody in and have them all in one room together. Or you can co-rent, like, a co-working, rent a co-working, like, desk. And it's just in a in a space with a bunch of other people. Almost like a library or a coffee shop, but dedicated for, own, like, business owners and people that want to be able to work around other people. Absolutely. I think even, I saw Dunkin' Donuts that had, like, a little conference room just for that, just for that reason. Oh, like, you know, you guys need to meet together. You're all virtual, like. There you go, it's a conference room. Yeah, yep. And it's it's just a great way to, again, be around those like-minded people. And some and you'll tell, like, a lot of people will go in there and work without headphones because it is. It's very quiet. It's usually got a little, like, lo-fi ambiance. Um, and it's just so that way you can surround yourself with other people. And usually when you're entering those co-working spaces, the kind of the idea is, like, if you are stuck, you're not afraid to just walk up to anybody and be like, hey, like, what do you do? Like, introduce yourselves, kind of, like, get to know each other and then get input on things when you feel like you're struggling or you're stuck on something. That's the whole, like, environment that they're trying to create with those spaces. Um, Another thing is to get a business coach or a mentor or a life coach, whatever this is, if you feel like you need some direction in your life or you're really missing something and you don't know what to do, I think finding a mentor or a coach of some sorts is a great way to kind of help you narrow in and figure out what you might need. That Again, it's that proximity, that outside perspective. Manage your mind. 
It's easy to let anxiety, self-doubt, and fear creep in. I can't tell you how many times I've experienced this. I think, again, this goes back to, like, it's more of a hormonal thing. So, like, that self-doubt creeps in when, like, you know, all of the hormones are leaving my body. And I'm like, "Ah." but it happens to us all. And I think there are just really simple ways to manage your mind. But, again, this is something much more easier said than done. (laughs) So find what works best for you in reality. And the last one, take a break and have a holiday. Um, Taking breaks just in your day is great, but also taking a full-length holiday away from your job is very important. Oh, yeah. you need The people that don't take vacation at work kind of scare me. <laughs> like, I'm like, are you okay? Are, are you okay? Or do they just have really good work-life balance that they don't feel like they need that, that they actually like their jobs? I think that having a, a holiday or a little vacation every few months or so, I'd say six months max is important. I don't disagree with you, but maybe they're just somebody who absolutely loves their job. So, I mean, I guess good for them, right? Uh, I think that's pretty much all the notes that we have, unless you have anything that you want to touch upon before we sign out here. No, I think you really rounded out the episode. I think that it gave a lot of good work-life balance tips. Do you have anything else? No, that's it. That's everything. That was a lot. I think work-life balance is super important. I think that companies could take a note, which we'll be talking about next week. (laughs) (laughs) So stay tuned. But you have to find your own work-life balance. Your job is not going to always be accommodating. Neither is your family and your life. So take time for you. Carve out your work-life balance for yourself and live your best life. So follow, rate, like, and subscribe. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at tabletalk.podcast. And we'll see y'all next fucking week.